0: Hi. Hello. It's us. You're listening to Three of Cups with Katie, Mare, and Katie, your funny witch friends. Join us each week as we pour our cups into yours through collaborative readings with our listeners, card pulls for the collective, and usually a tangent about something woo-woo and weird. Get ready to laugh, take what resonates, and allow us to fill your cup with our chaotic witchy antics and lots of love.
1: Welcome back to Three of Cups. I'm Katie M. I'm Mayor, And I'm Katie G. Let's just say it. And this is us. And this is our <laughs> oh, I thought we were going to say bing bong.
0: <laughs> well, Mary, great segue. Yeah. Because, because today's guest is the bing bong queen herself, as you will hear us say. Her name is Rachel. She is one of our friends um she is just there's so many nice things that we could say about Rachel that would take just as long as her reading um but she has recently she's done a lot of things in the past several months that many people in their 20s in adulthood are very scared to do um, not not are scared to, but are um, don't feel like they can and don't trust themselves enough to do. And Rachel had a very clear career path, life path in mind for a very long time, and she went for that career path. And she was good at it. She was so good at it, in fact, that she was promoted. And um, she just she got burnt out and trusted herself enough. Again, something that a lot of us it's really hard to do that. She trusted herself. She knew that this was not what she could do with her life and that she had life to live and experience. And, um, so she did that and she is just figuring it out again. She is coming to her new realm of expansion and completion. And, um, I just, we, this was a really great reading. And I think again, this hopefully can, you know, give people some space to think about like what they're truly getting out of their own lives. Um, I will, we can go ahead and put this in here and we'll time stamp it in mm-hmm. the episode, but just as a trigger warning, there is, um, mention of mental health. There, there is mention of suicide. Um, but again, it's just I, I think that this is just a really valuable reading for people and, you know, just take care of yourself. But that's towards the end of the reading and we will put a timestamp in there. But um, yeah. And so then for part two of our episode um, last week, we got very into our individual Reiki journeys um, as far as what the courses were and um, how ours differed there and what Reiki is. And so this week we are going to talk about more of our individual journeys and what has followed and um, what life means again. (laughs) (laughs) So um, we hope you enjoy. We are very excited for this
1: episode. Enjoy. Bing bong. Bing bong.
0: Welcome back. We are here with the one and only Rachel. Um, we are going to <laughs> bing bong. Yeah. Our, our bing bong The bing girly. bong herself. The <laughs> bing bong. Uh, you have heard her on this podcast before, just <laughs> binging and bonging. And now we are going to bing bong Rachel over the head with some cards and tell her, what are we going to
2: tell you, Rachel? Um, well, let's see. I oh, think yeah. when I submitted my reading, like I was just telling you guys, so much different shit was happening in my life. But I think I still just asked for like a general overview of like whatever the universe wants to tell me, I'm open for. So even though so much has changed, I think I'm still open for just whatever the cards have to tell me. Just general. life. <laughs> we love that.
0: Awesome. Yeah, you're 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 floating through yeah. right now. Yeah, the Gemini Queen floating
2: through. It's almost your birthday. We're one week out, right? right? Yeah, this episode will come out. Yeah, today's a week. So.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. Gemini season. Cool.
0: Oh, I'm burping. <laughs> wow, I think I feel like this is gonna be like a good reading the for like mm-hmm. getting. Yeah, and like getting you to enjoy like enjoy your life getting you in a space where you can I haven't even pulled any cards yet but like I'm just like I think that like this is this is like let's get you in your your um floaty flighty era like just flying by the seat of your pants bro
1: that's so crazy because I flipped like I picked out a card that looked um it was, like, bent up a little bit, and it was the fool, mm. like, literally just now.
2: Ooh! Yeah. I pulled cards before I started, just, like, for myself, about, like, hey, what do I need to learn? And I'm not going to say them yet, Okay. see if you guys...
3: Okay! okay. Ooh! The lights are there, so... <laughs> this is going to be very interesting, because Rachel and I are going through some very okay. similar things. So...
0: Yes. <gasps> Booger's here! Queen. Queen Booger. So... I am going to do your first and second card. Um, Mary is going to do your third and fourth card. We'll do our signature spread. We'll explain that as we go. Katie will do the fifth and sixth card. I will come back to you with your seventh card, which will be that message from your guides to send you off flying on your way. Um, Before we get started, let's just... Ground a little bit if that's okay. Just take a little deep breath together and go. I did. I did too. At the end of that, I just saw Rachel's like smiley face dancing on the beach, like in her in her like striped uh, onesie. I, I just want to say I think this is <laughs> going to be a very
3: balanced reading because Katie has already said she's got goofy vibes, but the card decks that I picked is more of like a shadowy work type vibe so i think we're gonna have a mix of like Mm. i feel such goofy vibes all the things (laughs) all the things okay Mm.
0: oh god so butter's just gonna sneeze through this entire reading (laughs) So, um, all right. I already got a card for your current energy. A lot of cards flew out for the energy of the situation. One just flew out
2: here.
0: Okay. Interesting. All right. We're going to stick with this. Wow. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. So, first of all, I am using the Rebel Heart Tarot, um, which I got on Amazon. Shout out, Bezos. Bezos. Uh, <laughs> But it's a really, it's a really cool deck, um, by Alice Grist, artwork by Nikki Cotton. And the artwork is, like, super, like, mixed media, um, so just, like, a lot of, like, random, it's, it's silly. It's, like, silly, but also, like, you can, like, really go into, like, the art of it. Um, so the first card you got for your current energy is the Queen of Cups. Oh, we love, love that. that. Ooh yes and the queen of cups in this card. i I don't know if you're gonna be able to see it i'm gonna show it today okay so it's a a bear it's a bear having a tea party and there's a river behind her and we know bears like to fish you know in rivers go for that salmon um those (laughs) omega-3s you know you are you are in your,
2: <laughs> Oh
0: my God. Caring for you. You are in your nurture era. Like, okay. Okay. This is okay. I don't think that the Omega three thing was intended oh. with this card, but I immediately was like, you are in your nurturing mm. fulfillment era. You are like, you are like, what is, what is the healthy things that my soul needs? Um, <clears throat> Carry me down that river. Have some fun tea parties with my friends. Like you seem like a tea party girl. You seem like you would like a tea party. <laughs> um, fancy
2: one, not a regular one. Not a fancy one. A fancy one. <laughs>
0: exactly. One your like tea this. One like this. <laughs> Um, but so, you know, I think in all seriousness, like Queen of Cups is a really great signifier of like emotional balance and like getting yourself in check, being in check with like your feminine side, um, being in check with your emotions and just like being in a solid spot Mm -hmm. there. Um, and kind of that balance aspect. So I think it's saying it's, it's kind of like you are in that perfect spot right now. Um, you know, I'm I'm also, though, seeing, like, because it is the queen rather than kind of that, like, higher masculine of the king, not kind of letting things, like, spill over too much, I guess. And um, I think kind of like Katie was saying, this may kind of turn into a thing of, like, being excited about what you have and, and trying to find a balance of not getting overwhelmed or like, what am I doing? Um, and I think that'll also make sense with your next card, but I do also just want to see what the book says about this. Okay. Queen of cups, keywords, abundant love, self-love, emotional depth, feeling it, all caps, all intuition. Um, I did. I I'm glad it said that intuition is also like a big signifier from the queen of cups. And I think you have really been doing a great job of like acting on your intuition. Um, It took a lot for you to get there. Um, And like, so now I'm hearing like, don't, don't let that happen again. Like, don't let yourself get to a breaking point again before you're like forced to act on your Mm -hmm. intuition. Um, Like let yourself Can Let yourself know that it worked this time, and that needs to continue to be um, what you lead with. Um, So the Queen of Cups is a powerhouse of emotional understanding and maturity. She knows this world is hard. She feels it all, and from the place, she understands just who she is. Her emotions are a barometer of her world. She does not repress any feelings or underestimate their gravity. I'm just thinking of here like sometimes when you'll get in the Snapchat and just start crying. (laughs) What did we say a couple weeks ago? Like, I can't remember what you said, but we were like, no, we're reframing this. Like, this isn't a breakdown. This is a breakthrough or something like that. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, so uh, the queen of cups is a call to get deep and personal with how you feel instead of second guessing this mine of emotional information, feel it every last ounce of your sadness, glee, anger, hope, and sorrow as you allow yourself to experience this crashing waterfall fall. So in turn, you come to full acceptance of yourself instead of denying who you are, allow your emotions to make sense of it entirely. Um, yeah, I love that. And I just, I think with what Katie said, but. took? a bit gas bubble um i think with what i think katie is spot on um with where this is gonna go so energy of the situation you got two of pentacles quite appropriate i think um this two of pentacles out is very <laughs> rachel um so it's a woman um, DJing her head is a disco ball. Her turntables are pentacles. Um, and she's got balloons just floating her up into the sky. Um, so there's your balance. And, and especially like, this is why I'm glad I use this deck because like, you know, traditional tarot two of pentacles is very like, uh, I feel like it doesn't allow for more for that much fun. Like there, there is that implied, like balance of home and work life Um, but I think this is like the two of pinnacles you needed to see and like again you you made this change in your life so that you could live your life the way that you know like who you are and what you enjoy and the things that are going to like make you want to keep going and 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 evolve and and start a career one day and and you know find more purpose but like you have to be able to find that fun nature of who you are and like express that and live that out and see where mm-hmm. that takes
2: you wow yeah this is two cards in and ready to fill <laughs> <laughs> I think this is
0: all really good like I think this is all very yeah. encouraging and it all makes perfect um, sense and it's and very just, um
2: So far, like, I've been doing a lot of, like, meditating and, like, I've told you guys, like, I started to get into deity work a little bit and, like, the message of, like, when I was meditating and I was like, okay, why are you coming to me? Why do I need you in my life right now? Like, with with the deity work specifically, is especially the Queen of um, of Cups energy, that, that first card, like, the reading of that was, like, basically the list of downloads that I have gotten in every meditation so far of like, especially the trusting your intuition part. I think Katie G I told you this before, I think just in passing over Instagram, but like I have, I question myself so much and I'll get a random thought and I just like let it pass and I don't think about it again. And then something happens and I'm like, Oh shit. Uh, oh shit. I should have like, that actually was something like, yeah. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, this mm-hmm. all tracks so far. <laughs> okay. Um, In what way is your cup needing to be filled? I got temperance. I pull that card so damn temperance. much. <laughs> 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 this was giving balance, just like that, two of pentacles, being able to literally cup filling. Literally ask, yeah, like asking for help asking for the help you've put out so much of yourself and it's time to receive that and be okay with receiving it and not worrying about the future just that it's time to like to go back to that nurturing like nurturing yourself is what you are supposed to be doing right now that's how you are going to be able to fill your cup you need to allow that like just as much as you pour into others, you need to allow it to come back to you and live, like, har- harmon... What is... Harmon- harmonious? <laughs> Harmoniously? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is that a word? Harmoniously? Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and just having that, like, not worrying. Mm-hmm. Not worrying about what's going to happen, just that what you're receiving now or what you ask to receive is what is right for you and then to just to go along so the what is the second hold on how what can be released what can be released to make room for what you need it's so funny that you were talking about the intuition and like trusting yourself I got seven (laughs) of cups and this to me is like all about trusting your intuition and literally like all these things going on, choices to be made and letting go of like, I need to make a decision. I need to pick or like figure out what I'm going to do with my life. Just allowing yourself to know that your intuition will guide you to the right place. You can release any worry that, you know, you got to figure it all out now. No, you don't release that. And know that the thing that's right for you will come you just have to trust your intuition to make that right choice and what will be right for you um and kind of like on this card in particular it's like the person it has a mask and is like taking off that mask and it's almost to me of like a mask of what you thought you were going to be doing in life And now you're, like, taking that off and releasing, like, the the past um, vision that you had for yourself. And now you can just take that off and literally just trust yourself in finding what will be right for you.
2: You guys are going to make me cry. It's It's just been, been, like... Again, and so temperance I pull all the time, and literally those two cards are probably two of the most common cards that I pull for myself in readings, like, every time. I see them, and I'm like, God damn it. And, like, they're either yeah like, yeah that one. and then I, like, shuffle and pull it again. And I'm like, okay, well. But, um yeah, it's just been, like, I feel like I've been inside of, like, no one like either a spinner or a compass or something like when it writes itself and it just like whirls around and then like stops. I feel like I've been inside of one of those and I was like, just everything has changed so much and so quickly Mm. in what feels like a long time. But when I look back at it, it was a very like short amount of time. And yeah, like just literally like the, the career that I thought was going to be the rest of my life or just like what my life was focused on and what I had been planning on doing for 10 plus years, like my life plan, what I just like threw it out the window. And that's a good thing. I still, to this day, feel very, like I've never been more sure about anything in my life that that was like the right choice for me, but it is like, It's been kind of a mindfuck these last few months to just like, Mm -hmm. like recenter myself and find the balance and balance has been such that's so funny that you guys kept saying, even before we started recording, we were like, oh, balance vibes. Last night I was thinking about like, I wonder what my reading's going to be about balance and like this thing. I made this in in Wisconsin, (laughs) we won't talk about Wisconsin, (laughs) but I made it there. And it literally says balance and there's like yin yang symbols all over. It's like a little phone charm. Um, and I was thinking about balance yesterday and I just feel like for months and at least a year plus, I have been like trying to find this balance of like, am I working too little? Am I working too much? Am I enjoying my life enough? Am I being creative enough? Am I like just trying to figure everything out? And everything kind of had to blow up for a little bit first, but it like I feel like I'm starting to like get settled finally after like a long time of mm-hmm. not <laughs> and I kind of just had to like let every like just yeah. like let everything go. Like Jesus take the wheel basically just because mm-hmm. let go, let go literally
1: it's funny too because in this card the person in the seven of cups they're like holding like a skull and that's giving kind of like that death card of that like change and transformation and being open to that Yeah. so yeah okay so
3: for the first time ever potentially well i think katie's done this but i am not feeling called to the prompts that we had for five and six, I will say I it was like the card decks that I felt called to are one the Gaia Oracle, hmm. and it I think an underlying message to all of this is spending more time in nature. I think creating some sort of grounding practice. And reconnecting to nature is going to be really helpful for you during this new phase. So I'm getting the call, like, literally from Gaia, like, tell Rachel to connect with me. (laughs) So there's that. Um, And then the other deck, which I've never done this, but I've pulled my two cards from two different decks, is the Fountain Tarot deck. And this was, like, my very first tarot deck. This deck is very shadowy um deals a lot with like the subconscious and just like that shadow work type situation so for the the prompts they're supposed to be five is what action can you take to fill your own cup and then six how can you pour your cup into others and for five i started shuffling the gaia deck and an interesting message has come up. Um, six. How can you pour your cup into others? That just didn't feel like you needed that today. So that for a long time. What? I
2: said I didn't feel yeah. that for a long
3: time. Yeah, it didn't feel like that's what you needed to hear. So I just was shuffling, and this might be kind of like a you know. Could be like duplicative of like the seventh card that katie's gonna give you but i was like just what does rachel need right now and that's kind of like what i shuffled on so for your first card the how what action can you take to fill your own cup the gaia card that i got is called thinking of you and it's a loving thought and serendipity and i shuffled With this deck before recording, and this card came out. I thought it was for me, but it was for you. And I wanted to read you this is really sweet. So it says, This card is confirmation that someone you have been thinking of is also thinking of you. It may be someone who has passed away, or a living friend, family member, or loved one. Our thoughts and feelings are energy frequencies or wavelengths that transcend space and time. We all transmit and receive information through our thoughts and feelings. It makes no difference whether someone is near or far, alive, or has passed away. We are subconsciously in constant communication with those we think about and love. Um, What the
2: fuck? Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah. I know, I'm
2: crying too. (laughs) I have full body chills. I I just put my mic on mute because I was like, uh uh-oh.
3: So... I want to say, Rachel, that I think someone is trying to come through. I am gonna cry. <laughs> I think you should consider go going to see a medium, um, if you haven't already, because I think someone really wants to talk to you. Um, I don't know that right now is like the time for that to happen, like in this very moment, yeah. but there is like a very strong presence of somebody that that wants to speak with you huh, who has passed. So I know a really good medium. I can give you her contact information. It would be virtual. Yeah. As as <laughs> yeah um, but yeah. that's that message. Um, so yeah, now that we're all
2: crying. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. I knew this would happen. <laughs> Did you? <laughs>
1: I, I had a yeah. feeling too, um, honestly.
3: Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And then I literally, God, oh no, I was going to say before I was moving all my tarot cards and stuff in here and I was literally thinking, I don't think about mediumship too much. I did it first when I first started getting into like spiritual stuff. I was like, I want to see a medium. I want to know all this. And then I just kind of, I put it to the wayside, but literally again, like with the balancing stuff, it just crossed my mind where I was like, I guess like I'm open to like whoever comes like if someone wants to, like I am op- I just kind of as I was sitting down and getting everything ready I was like not only am I open to like what the cards have to say and what's going on like I was like I'm open for like anyone who needs to come through whether it be like my dad or some friends that have passed and stuff like that like I'm like I'm open to open to it that thought crossed my mind and it doesn't very often anymore so. yeah
3: yeah, no, I there think, like, this could potentially turn into, like, if we go down that road, just, like, a full-on mediumship reading, and I would be hesitant to do that just because I don't feel very confident in my mediumship skills. It's still something I'm, like, <laughs> developing, and I don't want to, like, shortchange that experience for you, yeah. so I really think, like, you should go see somebody who's, like, very seasoned and... and you know who you know will do a good job because i have a feeling there's like a line of people that like want to come through for you like this would not be like a singular thing but I, yeah i
2: think I have an older episode
3: yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah, yeah the <laughs> the friends. so i will send you her contact information she's amazing um but that is like a very strong message of
2: you should do that <laughs>
3: And then for your sixth card, which potentially could become an extension of your seventh card, again, I just shuffled on, like, what does Rachel need to hear right now? And I pulled the world. So from my fountain deck, and I want to read the description um, from this guidebook specifically. It says, a cycle complete. The world announces the completion of a journey. A master of this worldly experience, she has integrated her mind, body, and spirit to complete a cycle in her life as she prepares for another lap around. Through efforts and grace, she has gained many skills and achieved a great feat, evolving from novice to expert. She has become a new being, moving with a sense of ease and satisfaction. Whole and complete, she has drunk, drunk deeply of her divine spirit and cast an ethereal glow. So Mary, Mary's that ethereal deck. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just some other like kind of keywords, completion of a journey, a paradigm shift, mastery, peace of mind, ease, wholeness, certain success, observation of one owns perfection. So I just really took that as just like a confirmation from you of like, you, you have completed a journey and like, Like you mentioned how you just completely changed career paths and you just, you like, to me, that's a signal of like, that's a chapter that has closed and it's closed for a reason. It's a completed cycle. You learned from it. You evolved from it. you got, whether you, whether you think of it as a failure or a success or whatever, you know, I think- a lot of the times when people do that they have a tendency to be like oh i wasted so much time and it's like no you didn't like think of think of who you were when you started that journey versus who you were when i when you ended that journey and i know it was a rough ending for you but you really have you i'm sure you have evolved so much from start to finish so just know like for me this was confirmation of just know that all that time is part of your evolution and it didn't it's not wasted it's not it, it happened for a reason and this the skills and everything that you've taken out of it is like was very important for your journey as a whole human you know and now you know you've gotten this confirmation of like you're about to start a new lap like you the the cycle, you know, a new cycle is beginning and continuing, and you now have this new level of like mastery to start that journey with. So, I just thought, and wow. it's
2: almost my birthday. That's yes, what that made me think.
3: Yeah, about. Like exactly. A new cycle, yeah, yeah, literally like, a new lap like, around the sun. Yeah, the Earth.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. Have like the planets around the Earth. <laughs> 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 Yeah. So those are my uh, unconventional, not what I expected to come through, but I think hopefully was what you needed to hear. So
0: absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So I just, I uh, had, I was shuffling through that whole thing, but after, after like uh, kind of Katie's interpretation of the world, I decided since, you know, guides have clearly come through um for you i just kind of was like all right like you guys that are here what how is rachel going to um get beyond this world like what what's the next where's the next planet yeah. <laughs> um it's an interesting message so i'm using um the wild Quan yin oracle um which i recently got Um, and so Kuan Yin is like a you know great signifier of the Divine Mother. She, she hears the cries of the suffering world. Um, so Wild Kuan Yin Oracle will be your light in those moments when the darkness seems too much, when the loving peace of spirit seems too far away from the troubles of the physical world. This Oracle deck channels, channels the energy of the Divine Mother to bring you comfort. Um, she'll remind you of your fire your boldness your unique beauty your passion your courage she'll guide you through even the darkest trials into the blessings of new life so that's just the description for the deck kuan yin was like the first like deity that i really like connected to like in a soft way like i just i had her oracle deck and i would just connect that way and i just she's just such a it's such a motherly hug um, compassion yes so much compassion but also the thing that i always like get from her messages or like um i'm giving you this message and don't don't take my compassion for you for granted like please please like appreciate this and and use it the way that um like the way that compassion should fulfill you and heal you like let it let it also be the signifier of like a new slate that is clean and fresh and ready to be painted on or whatever. Um, so you got sacred Sherpa guides you beyond, which I found interesting just with the question of mm-hmm. like, what's next? Um, after the world, which is quite the completion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um <clears throat> destiny calls you beyond the edge of your world the path now leads you to my sacred mountain the ascent can be challenging at times but heaven on earth awaits you the clear way for you i am to clear the way for you i am sending a guide an emissary of love with this guide your journey will happen more swiftly safely and easily and you will be able to cover terrain that would otherwise have been inaccessible for you i will always provide whatever help you need to attain your divine destiny accept my help in all its forms to make the way easier for yourself so that's the message you already got Mm. um and it's basically like and also I think that aspect of nature too it's asking you to Mm -hmm. like um I think like connect with your loved ones as guides but also like like connect with like Like, I feel like once you evolve into a new form, like, you get this new, more evolved set of protection, of guidance, guides with you, Mm -hmm. and it's like, you haven't met them yet, and you haven't listened to them yet, Um, you haven't been called to them yet, and, like, know that, like, they are calling to you, and I feel like this is getting, like, very woo-woo, and, like... <clears throat> you have to met it. Like you have to like, you know, there's a different way for people to do it, like meet their guides and, and, and do that. And certainly I think going to see a medium is great, um, as well, but I, I just think there's a lot of different energies you need to connect yeah. with. Um, and I think that by doing that, you connect, like, like once you have that and like getting that kind of like, ethereal validation it like then validates like the divine in you you know um and which i think once you can acknowledge that and trust that it does like something just kind of clicks in you i also and maybe this is just because mary katie and i will never stop talking about it i don't know if you've ever thought about getting reiki attuned but i just felt like that Would that just like came to me as far as like because I know for the three of us, um, that was like a big changer and to just like settling in and being like okay, like this is where I'm supposed to be going. Like I I know that I have work to do to be a really like important person, even if just to myself. Um, so I I just feel like you're being called in that direction and you do have a desire kind of to just serve, but I feel like you can also, and you know, that may be your mission in life and like in form of a, a career, but like you are such a fun person, such a bubbly person. Like, I think you can serve just by being yourself. Like the people around you love you so much and, um, you like who you are and like who you surround yourself is proof or who you surround yourself with is like proof of who you are, I think. And just, um. Yeah, Um, I'm I'm just gonna, like, look through this really quick, just to see.
1: Katie, right before you said the Reiki thing, I was literally in my brain thinking of Reiki, and my Reiki master, she actually is an end-of-life
0: doula, end-of-life doula, we've talked about that with Rachel before, yeah, we've talked about that, like, over and over with with Rachel.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know, and she like right before, like as you said, I th- I'm thinking Reiki, like I was thinking of my own Reiki experience at that time, and then I'm like, oh She's a shit, best <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. there's uh, something mm-hmm. here.
2: Yeah, I thought about that. Like, well, as you guys know, I've been watching Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> Same. Oh gosh, Jackson's going to
1: Reiki. <laughs> <laughs> and- really <laughs> yes <spoiler alert>. yes <laughs> oh my God. i forgot about that too i <laughs> forgot so, who did that
2: enough, just in like a weird yeah. random obviously dumb reality tv way but it has been like mm. i watch it every day so i see it every day and mm. it like literally yesterday i was like i wonder if i should try to get reiki too. two but like, mm. i wonder how
1: that would be for me. <laughs> I think it would be so beneficial for you Rachel just to be able to do uh-huh. it on yourself and like have that because you are such a you are like empathy is like so buzzwordy but like you are so you like radiate and it. an emotional you are an emotional person and I think it would be so helpful for you just to like be able to like just reel yourself in at time like that's mm-hmm. how I've been using mm-hmm. it just to literally yeah. reel yep. myself in like it's needed I gotta
2: <laughs> yeah no I really um just lost my train of thought so one second <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah. oh,
2: I just did... oh no what? no go ahead Rachel oh I was just gonna say kind of what I has been saying to you about like all like I feel like everything kind of ties back to that seven of cups card too. And like either going to Reiki or or like getting Reiki to seeing a medium or something. I was getting the the vibe of like, even just in my own spirit, like in my life in general, but in my own spirituality, I feel like there's so many avenues to go down where it's like, okay, crystals, Mm -hmm. cards, meditation, Reiki. mediumship like all these things that I'm like I want to do all of it and I want to be in tune with myself enough to feel like in tune with all of it and I just feel like either connecting with guides or getting Reiki attuned or just starting something to be more aligned will kind of clear the path so I don't feel so overwhelmed about Mm -hmm. like what are all these things that i'm trying like being pulled to do mm-hmm. i just feel like clear like, yeah clear the path,
1: yeah. Like, yeah and what's interesting is that that seven of cups card like normally the seven of cups you have mm-hmm. like it's like in the air with yeah. all the options and in this card all of the cups were oh. like on the ground and it wasn't necessary it was kind of like a Like, not necessarily having to pick, like, wh- having all these options and having to pick. It was almost like, this is all, like, kind
0: of like a grounded They're, like, like, waiting here ready for the, with you. With the options. Like, you'll pick yeah. one and, and the others yes. will stay yeah. there as opposed to, like, floating off into the ether. Like, let yeah. yourself float. Yeah. These are going to come. These are still yeah. here. Yep.
1: Yeah.
3: I, I feel like I just have, like, stuff, like, flooding oh, yeah. into my head right now. Um, I know. A couple of things is that I am sort of getting the sense that just going back to the nature and the grounding, I, I still think you should see the medium, but I also think that mm-hmm, there's somebody that wants to connect with you through nature and through grounding and I don't mm-hmm. I don't
0: just think it's Gaia I think that's what this card yeah, is saying I don't just think yeah it's,
3: yeah I don't just think that it's mountain. Gaia I think it's somebody personal to you um so I don't know if that clicks of like somebody who was here in spirit if they loved the outdoors or whatever it was but that's a way to connect
0: to you know yeah yeah, I'm like something about that card, and something about that card was just like I'm like, like desert kind of feeling. Um, I'm
3: also getting mountain no, vibes. Well, um,
2: yeah, I guess I was like, is this too personal? But no, I don't care. <laughs> um, my, my dad is first who comes to mind, okay. Um, he passed when I was really young, I was seven. Mm-hmm. But what I remember doing. Like he loved camping. That was his like number one. Mm. Every time, son of a bitch. Um, every time we were with him, when it was like his weekend or whatever, because my parents are separated. But um, that's, that's what he would take us to do. Period. We would camp every time we were with him. And there's a mountain on his headstone. That's what we chose for the okay for the <laughs> inscription. So. Okay, that's what and that then is. the desert, whatever that goes with. I mean, Arizona has been yeah.
1: Yeah. I know that's what I was yeah. thinking that's what I was thinking and almost like the path that you've what, what I was getting through this whole thing was almost like the steps that you've taken and the choices that you've made so far even though they weren't what you expected to where you aren't where you expected to be in life it's leading you to where you're supposed to go and I was thinking mm-hmm. of that whole Arizona mm-hmm. thing yeah
3: and the one other thing that came to mind that was really strong of like when you're, when we we're talking about you serving other people, that obviously comes very natural to you. But I think the, te- and I would not be surprised if you end up in another type of situation where you are serving people. But yeah. keep that temperance card in mind because you've been in situations in the past mm-hmm. where it was so out of balance and all you were doing is giving, 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 giving. And that's not sustainable for you or for anybody. And I think the for me, the biggest lesson that the temperance card is trying to show you is like, you can serve, but you can do it in a way that is balanced and where you have this like reciprocal energy where you're not pouring everything into somebody else or a situation and getting nothing out of it. Like there is this, I don't know what it is, (laughs) but I'm just getting this confirmation of like, You can find something that's going to fulfill your, like, desire and and want to serve others, but in a way that's actually, like, healthy and sustainable and balanced for you. So just something to keep in mind, like, as you're exploring and going to try all different kinds of things, like, kind of check in with yourself, like, does this feel like it used to feel when I was in that bad situation? Or does this feel more temperance balanced grounded in that way i think that's like a good like barometer for you to kind of use to
2: check in yeah that's good cuz like I said I pull that card so much and like I I obviously like I've read the description of it so many times cuz I pull it and I'm like okay wait what is it trying to tell me again and every time like I get the general meaning of the card but sometimes I'm like why do I pull this so much like I'm not even like why why, why? Yes. <laughs> what do you what do you mean? and so I think that was just a good like I almost think that when I pull it it's like a reminder to like check in mm. of like Yeah, Mm -hmm. kind of do a scan and see how you're feeling and what you're doing and stuff like that. So that makes sense. Yeah, because you know (laughs) what it you know what it feels like
3: to be in that really unbalanced bad situation. So now you have that feeling that you can use as that like, like I said,
2: that barometer of like you know, Mm -hmm. yeah, of like oh, am I feeling like hell every day? Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm going to stop oh. talking now. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh. We have definitely read, read you. <laughs> <Fail>. <laughs> to Wait,
3: yeah, Rachel, absolutely. you have to tell us now what, what cards did you pull for yourself? Ooh, if you, if okay, you want to share, we can cut this out yeah, if you don't definitely. want to
2: share. So none of the cards were pulled again, but I feel like the vibes are really similar. So the first one I pulled from my, what is it called? Like Runners of the Sun deck. The oh, okay. Oracle- Mm. yeah and it was the rest card (laughs) okay Mm. I pull I mean it's just self-explanatory of like I'm been in a rest period and I'm still kind of like rest and needing to rest for the past like year especially has been a big theme I've again I've pulled that card an ungodly amount of times and so um that one I was like okay thank you so much and then I pulled from my regular oracle deck, or tarot deck I was like what's the word (laughs) Um, and I got king of pentacles okay to me told me like okay I've done my resting like you know I you know went a few months with just trying to relax and chill and not work and just kind of come back to myself and the thing that stuck out when I read the description of of, of king of pentacles to myself was just kind of like you're entering like a period of abundance and happiness and calm kind of was like the vibe I got from it mm-hmm.
0: and you know what also though like I'm seeing that as like that king of pentacles is your reward for mm-hmm. taking a yeah. rest That mm-hmm. yeah. like that was yeah, that mm-hmm. was attainable
2: because of you because giving I yourself yeah, rest stopped for a second um, and then the last card I have never pulled this card before but it's interesting that I pulled it on the day that I'm here with the three of you and I pulled it from my deck that I specifically used to connect with the deity that I work with and that was the devil <laughs> I knew it I pulled the devil this morning and I've never, I haven't I haven't gotten yeah any. I've never pulled this card before so that's funny. this is kind of one that wow. was like a curveball for me I was I, I figured that I pulled it yeah. just because I was coming on with the three of you
1: mm-hmm. reasons.
2: <laughs>
1: I mean I would probably say like letting go of like toxic thought patterns ish and like the spiral moment that's almost like the the king of pentacles is here for you you no longer have to spiral like it's okay yeah i was
0: actually i was reading a description today of the devil card that was different than kind of how i had uh Listen, like there's there's a kind of theme of like indulgence, but also overindulgence. But it, you know, it's a parody, and and this this uh, description literally said it's a parody of the lovers mm. card, um, because mm-hmm. it, you know, it too. does mimic the lovers card, and also it's mm-hmm. card number fifteen. 15 five and one is six. six the lovers is the sixth card Oh yeah. Um, but yeah there's a, there's a lot around because it, it's a it's almost a very balanced message too of yeah. sin and breaking free of sin and like knowing when enough is enough yeah. um but also knowing
2: when you haven't gotten enough yeah. So yeah, different cards, but I feel like the like as I was pulling them, and then as you guys, like I said, even before we started pulling cards, but when we were just talking, I was like, okay, this is going <laughs> to be the vibes of the readings <laughs> today. It was all tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, How are you <laughs> feeling, Rachel? Right? Wow. I feel good. I feel I feel very validated, and I feel. Yeah, this, like I said, because a lot of these, like, these are all thoughts that I've had mm. throughout the last, however, you know, year, even to up into yesterday about, like, I should wait, what if I did Reiki? What if I was open to, like, someone to come through or whatever? Like, it's just extremely validating to feel like the thoughts that I have in my head aren't just insane random thoughts that that are just my brain being crazy they're Mm -hmm. actual valid things from my intuition or from guides or you know however however anyone wants to word it but it just feels really comforting and like really I feel very seen especially by you guys who are Mm -hmm. like some of my closest friends it's nice to like it's nice to have that have this conversation with people who know me and who have seen Mm -hmm. my journey like firsthand. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Good. Yeah.
1: To validate it. I'm so glad. Thank you guys. Thank you. Of course. Thank Thank you.
0: you. This is, we were so looking forward to this, like we said. And so this is just, um, yeah. Went in all sorts of directions and I'm just, I'm so proud of you, Rachel. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. It takes a lot of people a long time to, to do mm-hmm. what you have done for yourself. Like, I feel like you are considerably young to have taken this sort of risk for the type of, like, boundary like the type of restrictions you had already placed on yourself as far as like you know a nine to five uh, more than nine to five Um, Uh it I think you know at some point in our 20s we're like well this is my life now Mm -hmm. and it's really hard to go in the opposite direction of allowing yourself more playfulness and so um,
2: just that you did that like you were gonna it's just gonna be so wonderful I just feel, I'm sorry, we can, I don't, we've been going for a long time, that. Okay. but like, no. With the, like, that. with the connecting, I'm feeling, I really need to, yeah, I'm going to see that medium quick because now I'm getting all these thoughts of like, <laughs> like with my dad again, and I didn't, I did not think that I would be bringing him up at all in this, but it's happening, but um, like how, um, How I lost my... So he passed away by suicide. And Mm. he was really young. He was 30. And so I have just always had this thought of, like, I Mm. never want to feel like that, I guess. Mm. If that makes sense. I never Mm. want to feel like I'm being driven to that point. Mm. Um, And so... But yeah, like where I was like, okay, I guess this is my life. Like I felt like that for a minute, which is why I stuck it out for so long. And then I started to like think about it more. And maybe it was my, you know, maybe it was my dad coming through. Maybe it was my own thoughts. Maybe it was both. But I was like, fucking no, like (laughs) like this is not my life. I'm not like I refuse to feel like this. Yeah, I, I have seen what feeling like this can do. And I'm not, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. like it's a very mm-hmm. like a shitty lesson to have to learn firsthand but like a very important lesson to learn and like mm-hmm. i just know like how how dark life can get for people and i just like i refuse for that to be me <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know. yeah
0: i think a lot of people need to hear that and like be validated in that way yeah. Um, especially our parents' generation, they had, they did have mm-hmm. to, I think we, we do kind of joke on boomers because, you know, <laughs> professionally life was easier on yeah. them. But I think they, they just had that mindset of their parents of like, no, you grow up, you work, mm-hmm. you have a family, you provide, yeah. you provide, you provide, you provide. Mm-hmm. And we are like, you nobody ever was taught to provide for themselves, which is what has gotten our society into the pickle that we are in. And thankfully our generation is getting out of that. And we're like, wait, no, like we are like, there's too much to Mm -hmm. enjoy and like too much to take advantage of. And there are ways to provide For yourself, for others. Like there's, we, we talked about it on this week's episode with Taylor. Like there's just so many different ways to have it all. And like that, that is all here on earth here to be taken advantage of. So like, we are doing ourselves a disservice we are doing the universe a disservice we are doing those before us who didn't get to do this a disservice by not taking advantage and not to
2: discredit any like like obviously mental health struggles and things like that but also i think slowing down for a second gives people i know it did for myself but people in general like this space to sit with those feelings and to know like okay, what, what are outside factors and what are inside factors? And if it's inside factors, how can I, like, what steps can I take to like help myself, whether it's medication or therapy or things like that? Like, so not to discredit, I didn't want to sound like.
0: No, no, no. I think what, I think what you said was very yeah. important. Like I, again, I think that that is, that's something that so many people are not going to have the insight on and, and, um, because we've just, we've been conditioned to think that we can't and it's like, break that cycle. Yeah. Like live, I, mm-hmm. that I think that, you know, it sounds so cheesy, but like, if we like enjoying, enjoying life to whatever extent that we like as the individual have the means to do it, um, if we can figure out that that's available and we can figure out how to do it, that, that is the only way to make Mm -hmm. it through like that. It's just, Mm -hmm. we, we cannot live miserably. It's not that, that's not Mm -hmm. why we're here. We're not here to live miserably. And mental health, mental illness does exist. And, um, for many different reasons, whether chemically, societally induced, generationally induced, whatever, Mm -hmm. but, um, society is also evolving in ways that we are educated and we know how to take, we can learn how to take care of ourselves. Um, and I just, I think the more people that can figure that out and be
2: told that the better. Yeah. I agree. Well, I love it. Yes. Thank you guys. <laughs> this, yes. was good. this was good. Yeah. I'll enough. always go on a mental health <laughs> tangent. <laughs> I'll always listen. <laughs> 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 Well, thank you guys. What do we do now? Thank you, thank <laughs> Rachel. You, Rachel. <laughs> All right.
0: Okay. Well. All right, Rachel. Love you guys. Thank you. you so much. Love you. Bing bong. Peace out. Oh, love you. Bing Bong. It's
3: like, now I have to clean myself because your dirty hand touched me. <laughs>
2: story of my life
3: alrighty welcome back
0: folks welcome back
2: hey, oh. we are gonna
0: talk about we more reiki and get really um,
1: oh I got the oh shit I got the journals
0: we're gonna get fucking for real to um, steal a, a phrase real. from
1: Mary we're gonna get fucking for
0: real And actually I'm let gonna get my journal cleanse my space
3: again. <laughs> <laughs> I also have my journal here, but unfortunately I was not a journaler when I was going through my Reiki stuff.
0: Yeah, so I don't have oh, any. Really? So I realized that I didn't journal for like the first like oh, three wow. weeks. And then I was looking in my journal and I was like, oh fuck. Because I, mm-hmm. I went through a lot. <laughs> I was like,
1: I don't oh, like after was your Reiki?
0: Mm. Uh-huh. But I was also I was in a I was
1: in a place. Hold on. I need to get the only bad thing about me is I have so many different journals that I like use <laughs> all of them. So that's a little chaotic. That, that's that's I a would little say chaotic is the right word for that, yeah.
0: You know what though, Mary? You what? know what you just said? I don't know if you heard yourself, but you said the one bad <laughs> thing about me. <laughs> And I don't, that was a very kind thing to say to yourself that you have one bad thing about you.
1: Just one. Just like the one <laughs> just a the singular one. fault I woke up to.
0: <laughs> the one bad thing about me is I'm just too
1: funny, I'm just too hysterical. Oh, no. Good- so yeah, I like, I just like living my life like a puzzle and like just having to sprawl all the journals out and be like. <laughs>
3: so the, this segment is going to be more about, like Katie mentioned, we went more into the actual courses last time. This is going to be more about like our experience after getting attuned and essentially like what Reiki, getting attuned to Reiki did internally and externally to our lives so i will go first i guess um i mentioned in the last episode my first attunement was in october 2021 and i was not in a good place (laughs) when i got my attunement um i was struggling mentally with a lot of anxiety and that was triggered by a specific incident that happened like six months beforehand I'm not really gonna go too much into that but basically I experienced like a, what I consider a traumatic event in March of 2021 and that just sent me into basically a bad mental health spiral <laughs> I had experienced really bad mental health as a kid and kind of I don't want to say grew out of it but I you know learned some things and got to a better point in my life like as I started to grow up high school college whatever and then this period in my life was like I felt like I was returning back to that really bad state that I had been in when I was a kid but I hadn't experienced that as an adult so it was like very it just felt like uncharted territory for me and like I was really like I was not grounded at all I just felt like I had no control over my mental health. Um, So it was not good. And then I got my Reiki attunement. I don't even remember like why I decided to get Reiki attuned. It just, it was like, I woke up one day and was like, I should look into that (laughs) pretty much. And so I did. And well, I guess I should say, so my mom is a Reiki master. And she became a Reiki master when I was a a kid, a child. Um, I think I was probably still in elementary school. So I had always known what Reiki was. Just from that, I would, you know, she would do Reiki on me and that sort of thing. So I, I Reiki was not, like, a new concept to me. But I did not ever think that, like, I myself would go get attuned to be a Reiki practitioner. Like, this is just not something I at that time had thought that I would do. Um, so when I first had this thought of like, oh, I should look into that again. I don't really have an explanation for why I All of a sudden decided that that's something I should do. But I was like, oh, I'll, I'll see if, you know, the person who attuned my mom is still practicing and I'll, I'll go there. And turns out she had like moved to another state and like wasn't around. So I had to find my own practitioner And I found someone who's fairly local to me, and they, like, just happened to have a course starting within, like, a month, basically. So I signed up, and that day was really rough for me. Like, I I remember being, like, super emotional that day. Um, I guess part of my story that I should also mention is I had my first mediumship experience literally the night before I got my Reiki attunement. So I, at the local yoga studio that I now do Reiki at, um, they do monthly sound healings and, uh, specifically like gong baths. And this was my first, no, this was my second gong bath. So literally the night before I went to get my Reiki attunement, I went to this gong bath and I connected with a loved one that had passed away. And... Then also had this experience of, I don't know how much detail I should go into. Basically, oh, I can go into it. Okay. <laughs> because Mary and Katie.
0: Yeah. I'm okay. going to be an open okay. book. So. so
3: I know we mentioned last time that um, my teacher walked us through a guided meditation to meet our Reiki spirit guides. My mom also, different reiki instructor but also had the same exact meditation and did the same exact thing so i don't know if that's just like because we're both have the same style of reiki or what um but i think this is like a somewhat common practice if you are getting attuned in like the very same type of reiki that i'm attuned in so basically in the meditation or I should say, the night before when I was at the gong bath. Um, if you're not familiar with sound healing or a gong bath, it's a very interesting experience because the sound of the gong like vibrates at a frequency that like you don't have a choice but to be put into like I think it's a theta brain. I don't remember what I believe it's theta brain waves, and that's essentially the same brain waves that you experience like right before you fall asleep at night, like when you're in that kind of like you know, you're conscious, but you're, you know, leaving, (laughs) you're like in that transitional period from like awake to sleep, the gong, because of the frequency it vibrates at, basically you have no choice but to be put into that state. And a lot of people have a lot of um, like meditative experiences while they're in that sort of gong bath. So as I'm in the gong bath, I start to Picture myself in this round room, and the round room, the walls were just filled with doors basically. So I was just like a, a round room with a bunch of doors, and the loved one that passed away walked through one of those doors. Um, I won't get too much into that experience, but that was very the first time I had experienced anything, you know, mediumship wise. And I was able, so I I received messages from this loved one that I was supposed to give to another family member. And I was very hesitant to reach out because again, this has never happened to me before. I ended up reaching out and actually getting confirmation on the messages that (laughs) I received. So that was my first kind of like evidential mediumship experience, which was really interesting. Um, But then fast forwarding to the next day, the Reiki master starts to guide us into this meditation and the prompt is that we are in a, r- a round room full of doors, basically. And the Reiki guide walks through one of those doors. So I had experienced, yeah, I had experienced essentially like that meditation the day before in in the Gong bath, yeah. Wow. So that was just kind of like a little preview of like what this whole Reiki experience was going to kick off for me. Essentially, um, you know, I get the attunement and all of that. I will say that I felt so good after my attunement. Like I said, I I was not in a good spot, struggling mentally, and literally, like the day I got attuned, it was like a switch flipped and like my nervous system was regulated I had more energy than I had had in like literally months and I just felt so so good like I felt back to normal is like the only way that I could explain it but it was like an even better version of normal like I hadn't had that much energy and all of that in like such a long time so just from like a physical mental emotional standpoint the Reiki for me was like a turning point back to like getting back to who I was getting out of this really poor mental state like I said it was literally like a switch flipped and I wasn't experiencing as much anxiety and and all of these things like the panic attack stopped all of that so just from that aspect it was like a night and day shift in like a really positive way for me and then gets into the more weird stuff (laughs) So part of what I didn't mention uh, last week, some stuff started to happen during the course. So I have always been a very um, sensitive person, and I think this ties into like a lot of the anxiety and stuff that I experienced as a kid. But once we got attuned and we started to practice on other people you know, you learn the bioscan scan and, and, and scanning the person. And I was not even having to do that. Like I, in, in the practice with uh, the other people in my class, like we were switching out, like who was getting practice on and whatnot. And I was like walking up to the table thinking, oh, this person's trouble spot is in their left knee. Or, oh, this person's trouble spot is their head. Like, I was having those thoughts as I'm walking up to the table to perform the Reiki. And then I started to say it out loud. I don't even know really why, but I was, like, doing, going to practice on one of the women that was sitting next to me. And I was walking up to the table and I made a comment of, like, something about her hip. I don't even know what, but I said it out loud of, like, oh, I think the hip is going to be like the quote unquote trouble area. And my Reiki master teacher, she's, she stopped me and she was like, you know that that's not Reiki, right? And I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) She's like sensing somebody's, you know, trouble areas or being able to tap into somebody's energy field that way. She's like, that's not Reiki. She's like, that's Clair sentience, and that was the first time i had ever heard that word i did not know what that word meant um Claire sentience, if you're unaware is like one of the the clairs so the clairs are like your kind of sixth senses so you've probably heard of like clairvoyance which is clear seeing um i think hearing is clear audience right um and clairsent there's there's many of them but those are probably clairvoyance is definitely the most common one that you'll hear um but there's something called clairsentience which is clear feeling and that is basically when you receive extrasensory psychic basically information through feeling and Again, I did not know what that was. And I like went home and started Googling like all these things about clairsentience. And I was like, my whole fucking life makes sense now. Like, (laughs) that's how I felt. Mm. I was like, all of these things that I've experienced my whole life, like this sensitivity, part of this anxiety, all of this can be explained by the fact that I am Claire or Claire sentience is one of my strongest Claire's. So that was just like a, like my mind after that day was just like blown, like wide open of like, I can't believe that. Like I didn't know about this sooner that like I didn't, I've been experiencing this forever and I didn't even know what it was. So that really kicked off. I will say getting Reiki attuned kicked off my entire spiritual journey practice like hearing somebody tell me that I had these abilities um just like changed my entire life so I don't know really what else to say I might stop there but it was just a very pivotal day for me in many ways Katie there's a story though about a cherry blossom that you've always that yeah that was part of my meditation so in my meditation so she ever she guides everybody through obviously the same exact guided meditation but it's such a loose kind of narrative that like she tells you I believe it starts with like go to a place that feels safe to you so I live I don't really want to say where I live but I live in a place near the beach so a lot of the people in my everybody except me in the class pictured themselves at the beach. (laughs) Like once we were like going through and like talking about our experience, everybody was like, I was at the beach. I was at the beach. I was at the beach. (laughs) (laughs) I went to a very, I went to a very different place. I went to, um, it felt very ancient and it had like, it felt like I was in, some part of Asia, I don't really know where, but I was essentially near, I was, like, in a, it felt like a garden that had a pond, and I was sitting on a bench, and there was cherry blossom trees, and, like, I specifically remember, like, she, part of the meditation was, like, hearing where you are, like, what are you hearing, what are you seeing, what are you smelling, that sort of thing, and, like, if I close my eyes, I can still, like, hear, like, koi fish, like hopping around in the water mm. and stuff it was just like a very um i don't know it was just like a very like visceral like everything was so like clear to me like everything i was like seeing mm-hmm. and and hearing and and smelling like i was smelling the cherry blossoms um and then when i met my guide my guide like looked like a monk um He was like a very old man in like a robe and just like looked like a monk. So I just thought that was very interesting, especially because I have ties to Asian martial arts. So I'm like, I wonder like what the connection is here with that. Um, But yeah, that was that was my meditation experience. So overall, I had a very good like they because you will hear people tell you don't get reiki attuned if you're not in a good spot because you don't really know how you're going to react to it you know and for me it was like exactly like I wasn't in a good spot and I'm glad I didn't have somebody say that to me ahead of time because Mm -hmm. yeah because it was exactly what I needed it was like a full reset and like truly changed my life like I wouldn't be here right now doing this if I never got reiki attuned so
0: and now, me and Mary are gonna tell you why she, you should not get Reiki. Attuned.
1: No, I'm just like sitting here, like slowly nodding oh, my head, like a uh, huh. um.
0: Here, here's what I have. Hey, to Hey, well, obviously,
1: about, obviously, my experience didn't deter me from wanting to yeah. level up and get the next level. So,
0: yep. And hey, you have to go through it to, to get, get through, it. through it. Okay, y'all. That was for you guys, the listeners, and my friends, Katie and Mary.
1: Thank you. you. And you know what?
0: You know what? Some other people, too.
1: Shout out.
0: God bless. Somebody bless. All right. Well, mine was, you know, all sorts of Katie, M, up and down. Um, so I was in a great place when right. I got Reiki attuned. <laughs> I was it, things were good, so I thought. Um, and you know, uh, we've talked about this before. Like Reiki, this this was one of the things I said to myself in my conversation with myself on my car ride home. Reiki, it's like I knew I had demons, um, and getting Reiki attuned made me actually meet and speak Mm. to those demons rather Mm. than just face them. Like, um, because, um, so uh, long story short, and I've mentioned this several times or a few times before I have a, um, I was like, I don't know how to like softly gently say it, but, um, bad relationship with my dad, physical abuse as a child and continuing abuse through adulthood. And, um, and I have a point to all of this, (laughs) but I stopped living with my dad basically when my older brother went to college. And so I was 12 or 13 years. I was 13 years old. Um, and it's because I learned very quickly without my brother at the house that I was not safe. Uh, my mom and dad were split. We, they, they had kind of split custody, you know, weekend deals, things like that. Um, and so it just wasn't as I was not safe there by myself. Um, and because of that, most of the physical abuse stopped. Um, and I think I wouldn't say growing up. I thought that was normal, but it was just kind of like, uh, it was, that was just my life. And I knew that one day it would end. I never really cared much to think about what does this mean for my future? Obviously, (laughs) because I was a child, (laughs) but like, also I never really thought much as a kid. Like, I just never really thought about the damage with the relationship with my dad. I just knew I disliked him. I never thought about the future and what that would mean. Um, And, you know, once you turn 18, you have every right to walk away from your parents. So what does this have to do with Reiki? Well... (laughs) Um, as I have, again, I, it's always something I've known was present in my life. I know that is not something that does not come without baggage and trauma and things that have to be worked through in adulthood. I have been in therapy since I was a teenager. I am studying to be a therapist. Um, if there's anybody that, you know, is going to tell somebody to face their demons, it's me. But again, I'm going to tell somebody else to do that. <laughs> I think that I know everything. And I think that, you know, I, I know what happened to me as a kid. I know I didn't like it. I know it wasn't fun. I know that I have total agency over myself now. And I think that I kind of went a little too far with the idea of like, I have agency over myself and I can get through this because I, I am, I'm not ignoring it. I'm not ignoring that it happened. Well, apparently I was, (laughs) I didn't realize that. Um, and a lot of that has been just kind of because one, like, um, I've never wanted that experience to define me. I've never wanted that to be about like who I am, why I do what I do. Cause my experience with my dad is not why I am becoming a therapist. It is not why I want to help people. It has nothing to do with that. I think if anything, it's just more, my experience with my dad has made me very fascinated in psychology because my dad is severely mentally ill. Um, and I, just kind of the ways that my brain has developed because of how it has had to out of trauma. And um, I don't like to give my dad credit for that because he didn't do any of that fucking work. <laughs> so um, anyways, this, I got attuned in April. Um, and as far removed as I I was am from my dad and his family and my relationship with him. I've just kind of been like walking on eggshells, just keeping it cordial. Um, and that just became impossible pretty much the month before my Reiki attunement. And it's been really hard. And God bless Katie and Mary. I have never had friends who I have felt comfortable talking about this with and um, or like crying about it with crying, not talking about it with, but crying about it with and sulking and, and saying, why me? Like, I've never said like, this wasn't fair and he shouldn't have done that to me. Like I, I have, but I've never like let, it's like, I, I was, I'd let myself say it once and then was like, stop feeling sorry for yourself. Um, and so it was a lot of like subtle pieces that started to come together um, and by the time this episode comes out, God only knows what my relationship life will be like, but this is turned into a really interesting mirror of my relationships, which again is something I always wanted to avoid. I did not want to be the girl with daddy issues that let that interfere with my relationships. Um, so back to Reiki <laughs> again, um, the day of my first attunement, um, we mentioned last week we did an inner child meditation. I had a great childhood. My mom provided me a lovely childhood. I had a great time. Um, so you know, doing an inner child meditation, I can go back to some happy places for sure. But I'm just like, that's just not who I am. Like I just I am I am a child anyways. Like I don't need to revisit that in meditation.
1: I am a child of God. I thought you I I
0: thought were thought a you're child say. of God. God is my daddy. Um, (laughs) Daddy? I mean, I mean. Um, But so I, the week, um, again, that month before my Reiki attunement shit hit the fan with my dad, and I am angry with him. And I, it, it was the right week before I think I had called him and yelled at, you know, just there was, there was a big to do. And I kind of got my opportunity to unload on him. And, um, because he is mentally ill in the way that he is, he's never going to hear what I say. Um, he does not have the capacity for empathy. He just does not have the capacity to look beyond himself. And it's very frustrating, um, because it's like, you can only get so mad. So in my inner child meditation, where I drifted off and did not go into the sea of violet flames because I could not comprehend that concept, I realized that instead I was in a place um, where I was driving to my dad's house. That's what I was imagining myself doing. And I will not say exactly what I was envisioning, but essentially I was driving to my dad's house to pick a fight and to fight him. (laughs) And... I was quite ready to do that for real that day, and Katie and Mary once again were like, were "Don't like,
1: do Hold that up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute.
0: um." But I, and I talked about this in the last episode, it was like when I went outside after actually getting attuned, I I did think it was interesting that that's where I went. Um, and I had kind of gotten mad at myself in the meditation because I was like, fuck, like what, this isn't, today is not about my dad. Today is not about him. Like, why can't I just like, let me, let me go into the fucking violet flame sea. Like I will, I am happy to do that. Um, and I realized Kind, I guess, kind of after getting attuned, like, no, I think that was supposed to happen. Like, I think, I think there is something here. Um, and I went outside, and I again, I said this kind of in the last episode, but I was, you know, I was in my neighborhood, and like the comfortability that I felt within my body, within the space I was in, I just it was like this, like this sense of being home, but also just like it was like I got my my soul got placed into myself almost and I just kind of like I just knew that I had done the right thing getting attuned and I knew that it was gonna like be something I wasn't quite sure what um so then you know day two followed that was great um I pretty I mean I felt like I was tripping that whole weekend like we recorded Mm I I like could not talk straight like I just I was I was a mess um the week following that Monday, I messaged Katie and Mary and I was just like, I am not okay. Like I am sad. Like I felt depressed and I wasn't necessarily, I just, I couldn't get out of bed. I had not felt that level of like, nope, can't do this today. I hadn't felt that in a long time. And so of course I'm like, did I make a mistake? Did I not do this right? Have I not taken the proper steps to take care of myself in preparation for this? Like what happened? Um, and I said this at the top of us recording, I looked in my journal. I didn't journal for two weeks after that. And you would think that after a Reiki attunement, you're just getting download, download, mm-hmm. download. And I certainly was, but it was just more – I think I did I did a lot of processing with Katie and Mary. I did a lot of really good processing with my therapist. Um, but it was almost like I was thinking that this depressive state was, like, taking something away from my attunement. And then I was like, if I don't act on – because, like, I had – I like, wasn't as conscious of like, wait, I need to be practicing Reiki on myself. And like, I can help myself into feeling better if I, you know, practice. And I was like, I'm going to lose this. It's like, I did this all for nothing. Um, and it, again, the, the mirror into the things I was avoiding with my dad and what was coming up in my relationships, um, the, the timeliness of it was just really interesting. And I have always had a thing in my relationships where I have just been so desperate for my partner to fight for me in the sense of like wanting me and fight to keep me. Um, and daddy never did that. (laughs) Um, I was always the one that had my dad and I have not spoken in, since before my Reiki attunement actually um, because I called him and I yelled at him and he had nothing to say. Like he had, he didn't have shit to say. And he, you know, they say that like ambivali- ambivalence is more hurtful than anger or anything else. And he hasn't like, I would much rather him call me and scream at me than not have yeah. called me at all. Um, because he just doesn't give a fuck. He does not have the capacity to give a fuck. And again, it's like, well, he's mentally ill. So why even, why even bother? And I keep getting told that by members of my family, other people just like, it's not your business anymore. You're an adult, you can move on. And I think a lot of people are telling me that kind of to empower me and like assure me and be like, you don't have to worry about it. But like, guess what? I haven't worried about it for 32 years. And that has really done me a lot of damage. And this attunement, I know for a fact that back to like being forced to face and meet and talk to those demons, I have done so much of that. I have never journaled about my dad. I have never certainly cried about it, but it's like, it'll be the type of crying about it where I'm like, I don't even know why I'm crying about this. Like I'm over this. And it's like, no, you're not dude. Like you haven't, there's so many things that I've said in the last couple of months that I've never said before. And, um, what I am going through in my relationship right now with the person that I am trying to beg to love me, <laughs> essentially, shout um, out. shout out. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's a right person, wrong time situation, but I have done myself a huge disservice because I have not, I have been too scared to be rejected to, you know, all of those things. And, um, this has forced me to decide what type of conversations I need and like ways I need to stand up for myself. And it's, it's kind of like so many important things in my life are, it's like, It's now or never like you are strong enough now to have these conversations. You are strong enough now to figure out ways to move through this. Um, So what are you going to like put up or shut up? What are you going to do now? And a lot it's, it's funny. A lot of the timing of things, like I've just been able to tell, like, Oh, when I work on this, when I journal this, when I say this out loud, isn't it funny how these things that I want Mm -hmm. just kind of fall in my lap, but they're not going to fall in my lap until like, I am 100% honest with myself about that thing. Um, And I am in a position today (laughs) where I have to face a lot of these things and, so much of what I have come to realize just about who I am and how I want love and how I can tolerate love, how I can give love and um, the ways that it's okay. I'm going to have to have a conversation about that today. And I'm going to have to, again, put up or shut up. And um, that was kind of accelerated for me with Reiki. And it's like, it's not that I've become less scared of it, but it's like, I at least, I have this intuitive knowing whether I get the response that I want or not. I know that things are going to be okay with me, and I know that things are going to be okay with me and this other person in some capacity because I am going to lead with, I care about you, and I care about being completely vulnerable and saying the things that I need to say that... um, Again, it just kind of, it's like, it made me want to show my whole self, I guess is the best way to sum it up. It made me comfortable with showing my whole self, acting as my whole self, and knowing that, like, there's still more things that are going to fill me and make me more of myself. Um, that's That's where I will end it. But it's just... There's there's just something about the way that it just that puzzle starts to come together. Mm-hmm. And it is such a unique experience. And it's, it's subtle at times. Mm-hmm. It's not subtle at times. Um, but it's like, you're going to, you're going to wake up one day and realize like, Oh, this is what's happening. And, and you, you get the opportunity to take control of things And it gives you this clarity of how to really trust your intuition and, like, Mm -hmm. appreciate your intuition and love your intuition. and um, Yeah. Save
3: yourselves. It just has a way of, like, just forcing whatever needs to happen to happen.
0: Like. Yes. Yes. That's like a
3: through line through all of our stories and I'm sure through anybody else who's gotten Reiki attuned like if there's some shit in your life that that needs to happen that you have control over getting Reiki attuned is going to push you to do that so
0: yeah, and I think that, like, I never felt out of control yeah. in all of this. Yeah. It was things that yeah. I didn't necessarily want to happen or want to face or talk about, but there was never a moment where I thought, like, I'm not ready for this. It was like, oh, I didn't know yeah. I was ready for this, and I am. So let's let's fucking yeah. go. Um, and I think that's a beautiful segue into Mary.
1: So, speaking of the puzzle pieces and putting the puzzle together... <laughs> That's what I've been doing a lot of. I'm like, I don't know where to begin. So... Begin from the
0: Popeye's sandwich.
1: (laughs) No, I think i got to take it back a couple steps. Um, Okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah, probably a good idea.
1: (laughs) Okay. I'm going to try to make this very long-winded story short. But oh, time to be fucking for real. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> the past almost year has been a time of letting go of codependent codependency mm-hmm. for me. Um I was a very codependent person did not think that I had an ounce independence in me um was I wrong (laughs) so basically the reason that I wanted to get reiki was to add another tool to my belt something to help me on this journey of independence and the Reiki was like, bitch, I'll show you motherfucking independence. You want to see independence? I'll show you that. Um so, I'm like looking back at my journals. So basically, during my attunement, I don't know if I mentioned this, I feel like I have. I know I've told the KD's, but during my actual attunement, it was very blank for me. Like during the actual process of getting attuned, it's like very meditative. And I just wasn't seeing much of anything. It was just kind of like black darkness. Um, and the one thing that I did see was the tarot card symbol for the night. And I heard, you don't need a night, you are the night. And so I was like, that's interesting. Just as far as the whole independence aspect goes. So I took note of that. Um, I'm looking in my... 222. I want to see specifically. Ah. Ah. Also, I do want to mention before the Reiki experience, I was already getting very psychically... um, Mm-hmm. visions I don't know but we can cut this part out <laughs> please Katie <laughs> but my dream I had a dream of a situation before my Reiki experience I forgot about that, um, the night about before. that. I, so the night before I had a full-on dream of some specific people were in this dream and I In the dream, I was getting ready to go to my Reiki session or my Reiki attunement. And there was specific people in my dream that were causing chaos. And days after this dream, these specific people caused chaos in real life to the point of like the same thing that was happening in my dream is what happened in real life. Um, as far as the emotions that were, you know, let out in the dream. Very, very specific. And it was just very interesting. Um, So that was the night before I got attuned. So then I get attuned, I had that vision of the, the night and everything. I had a really good experience with the Reiki. I felt really tapped in. I felt really good, like, performing Reiki. So something that was really interesting is that the only other person that was in my class was this um, woman who was probably, I, I want to say, in her 40s. Um, and she's actually been divorced two times. That was kind of prominent during the experience to the point where... When I was performing Reiki on her, one of, so when I mentioned the Reijiho, Ho, the um, intuitive scanning type of thing, I felt like the very last thing that I did to this woman, I felt so called to just take her left hand and hold it like between my hands like this and like Reiki, her left hand. And that was, like, I felt like I had to do that. And that was the last thing I did. And after I had done it, she really, like, that to her was super, um, like, a monumental type thing where, yeah, meaningful type of thing. And that's also the left is the feminine side. And she also Mm -hmm. had mentioned, you know, not in her life and – her her work and everything like that she kind of pushes that left side and that like receiving side away and to me it was also like i just felt like she needed that hand needed to be shown love and especially with her having these two divorces there was just something in me that i was like i need to hold this hand um So that was really powerful, and after I get my Reiki attunement, I'm, like, on cloud nine. I'm feeling my best self. I'm living life. I'm going to Popeye's, which I never go to. I'm indulging in a spicy chicken sandwich that literally tasted like heaven on earth. I'm telling my bitches, you know, get the Popeye's. (laughs) Whatever you do in life. I I went the next I also got it that
2: week. (laughs)
1: Like, you guys, like, I need this to be known. Like, you all need to get this Popeye sandwich. The fries they gave Mary me. gets
0: reiki attuned
1: and turns into
0: a Popeye's prophet. And literally, <laughs> I'm
1: like a bag of fries. Get the Cajun fries. It was so good, and so unfortunately, after my Popeyes, I had an unfortunate, you know, conversation with somebody, family member. Um, that left me really emotionally unwell, um, and, like, this is so weird, (laughs) like, this is so weird talking about, so basically, things unfolded for me after my Reiki in the form of my relationship, and I'm like, how do I be respectful?
0: You found out that things were not as they seemed.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Well, they did seem a certain
1: way, but... So, uh, here's the thing. (laughs) So, here's the thing. Um, Uh-oh. Uh-oh! I'm getting a divorce. (laughs) After how long, Mary? So, I have been with my husband for 12 years, we are high school sweethearts, we got married at 18 years old, had a baby at 19 years old, you know, we really had to grow up super fast. And after my Reiki attunement, shit just like unfolded for itself. And while I felt like I was the one kind of being um, like blindsided, it was really interesting to look back and see my journal entries, my tarot pulls, um, my spirit sessions. Everything was telling me everything that needed to happen or everything that was going to happen. And it was also telling me my own thoughts that I just wasn't recognizing. Um, and I kind of was just like, trying to make myself believe that things were a certain way. And I will say that had I not gotten my Reiki attunement, I would have taken this situation so differently. And it really helped me be able to move on and also accept the situation for what it was and to not hold resentment towards my husband because at the end of the day like I love the man he's truly my best friend and I think that this getting my Reiki attunement it was a blessing in disguise for both of us um my spirituality is something that he quite he doesn't quite understand and never has and the evolution of where I am has kind of been like an intimidating and confusing thing for him and now that I have this Reiki it's almost like well this is the very thing that has helped me helped guide me through this situation in a healthy way and like the very thing that he didn't like is what has made me not have this resentment towards him and show him the love and grace. Because at the end of the day, Reiki is all about unconditional love. And I think that was so just, yeah, very monumental that I got the Reiki And, and during my Reiki, you know, experience, my teacher, my Reiki teacher was all about preaching like love and just having that, the unconditional love aspect. Yeah. So this, this is something that, and my situation is very, um, I think my Reiki, my Reiki is helping me have this very unconventional situation as far as like being separated, Um, because had this happened, and this very well could have happened a year ago, two years ago, you know, who, like, truly, this, what has happened, god damn, (laughs) a bitch said, boom, I'm out. Wow. But this very well could have happened, like, years ago, Mm -hmm. like, truly, um, and, I think it just happened at the exact right time that it was supposed to. Um, and I've been by myself for the past nine months while my mm-hmm. husband has been working. And I think that was also a blessing to help me, you know, be able to transition into a single life easier Because that is one thing that I have always been like, oh, my God, what would I do if I was a single? Like, I couldn't be a single mom and do things all by myself. But I've been doing that for nine months now. I've been independent for nine months now with my kids and doing it. And
0: you've evolved so much doing Mm -hmm. it. Like, you have just come, like, you've just, there is, even before the Reiki attunement, like, just the preparation you were giving yourself Mm -hmm. was just...
1: Mm -hmm. so the reiki really has helped because like i said we are doing a very unconventional separation um that quite honestly like family some friends like they just don't understand but had i not gotten that reiki i wouldn't have been where i'm at and been like no like let's just vibe. Like it's fine. Everything's fine. Like I never thought. I always I always said if anything were to ever happen with me and my husband, like I would hope that we could continue to be friends. But like in the back of my mind, I'm like fuck that dude. I would literally destroy him. Like truly, that's how I felt. Like oh my god, no, but if he ever did, like what I really and now I'm in this position where I'm like, "Wait, everything that I always said I wanted if this were to happen, I'm living it out. Like it is, it is going the way that I want, would expect it to go. And we're showing each other kindness and love and grace. Um, but yeah, so my Reiki really brought out, (laughs) brought out a lot. Um, it literally happened that night that I came home from my second day of Reiki. Um, and I will say that, thank God for it because it was the biggest tool that I used for myself to heal myself. And
3: mm-hmm.
1: I started therapy that same week and my therapist coincidentally is a Reiki master. And she straight up told me like, this will help you heal so much faster. Your not just your spirituality, but like you getting this Reiki attunement will be such an amazing, like, tool for you to heal, and you will be able to heal faster, and golly gee, did I heal fast, like, I truly, I'm, there's still obviously work to do, and I'm sure, like, down the road, there will be things that come up, but, like, I really just feel so at peace with my life, and where things are going, and it, it really is just, it's been such a nice, thing to have like to be able to just when things get overwhelming to be like okay let me let me just sit back and do this um my kids are obsessed with it they've been really into the Reiki um and Katie G actually was it you that said kids can get Reiki attuned yeah Katie G told me that kids can actually get Reiki attuned which I'm very intrigued about especially for my middle daughter because she is she she gives she gives a little more chaos than KDG but she gives out some like intuitive tapped in yeah vibes mm-hmm. um so that'll be interesting um but yeah that's kind of that's kind of what happened with that <laughs> That's me. No big deal. Nothing major. No big deal or anything. Nothing major. Um and like obviously I don't I don't I really I don't know what's gonna happen down the line. Like I have no idea what the future holds for us. I I'm gonna to have to move. Um I will be moving one day to Florida just so our family can all be together and that feels good to me it feels good that I can still have a family unit I'm just like I I genuinely like it's so crazy I thought that, I'm sorry if this isn't as juicy as you wanted it to be but like I genuinely feel like Reiki is just like it's made me be like oh no we're still a family it's fine everything is good like and it also made me realize and you guys did too that like this wasn't a um like a blind side, blind side moment of where, like, it's this happened to me. I also, like, just as much wanted this. And when, mm. once I realized that, and looking back in my journal entries and looking at, like, oh, I've really wanted this, but I just was holding on to something that, like, wasn't tangible. So, like, once I looked at that, I was like, oh no, like, we both, we both, you know. One thing I will say, so to go back um, with the conversation that I, the argument that I had with, with before, you know, I, I don't think if I got my Reiki attunement, I would not have asked the questions that I needed to ask to my husband and get that out. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have gotten it out. And there Mm -hmm. was something in me that felt so confident to be able to just be like, nope, we're getting to the bottom of this tonight. Like the night that I finished my Reiki, like we're going to get into this and figure this out because I cannot, I can't deal with the anxiety, the stress, the unknown anymore. Like I need to know what is going on. And I don't think Mm -hmm. if I got my Reiki, I, I wouldn't have felt that confident, but there was something in that Reiki attunement that gave me such a strong, confidence within myself where I felt so tapped in that I was like, Oh no, like I can do this. So yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think to that point, um, I think with anything that like something like a divorce or just like a upset in your life that you get to the point that you are at now, You get to that point so quickly the way that you did. I think that there could be people that think like, oh yeah, but she'll crash and burn Mm -hmm. at some point. Like she's saying everything's fine now, but like kind of hear that Mm -hmm. as an avoidant. Yeah. And to your point about had you not gotten Reiki attuned, you would not have asked those questions. I think that it's not that the whole, like, everything's fine. You're not mm-hmm. saying that in a way mm-hmm. where you're avoiding it. You're yeah. saying that in a way because you believe mm-hmm. it yeah. and we believe it. And, like, it just was – it just so happened that this experience – like, your Reiki attunement accelerated you being able to believe that things were are fine, are going to be fine. And even if they're not um, smooth mm-hmm. or not, you know – I don't think you're really picturing anything or, or expecting anything. You you very much have been along for the ride. And I think that says a lot. Um, but yeah, I think that the acceleration with which you have been able to find peace around this and fa- and be able to validate yourself in ways you weren't doing, it's not avoidance. It's mm-hmm. It's assurance in yourself. And it's something that you would not necessarily have had as easily accessible without that reiki attunement oh
1: yeah yeah I mean even just like a journaling like like kind of like you said Mm -hmm. with like you avoided the journaling it was like for me that was something big where I was like no I'm I'm doing the work y'all like I am doing the work I'm not Mm -hmm. just sitting here and like woe is me like I'm figuring things out for myself and I'm not I'm actively writing out my feelings and talking things through and it just so happens that i did all of that in the span of like five days and was like and got to the bottom of it just so quickly because i was allowing myself to just i don't know yeah it was just very easy to do and yeah who knows like down the line but i mean i can only take things one fucking day at a time so
0: moral of the story Get attuned. Mm-hmm. Get what get right with yourself. Get attuned. Get through it In to no get particular it. order. In no particular order.
3: <laughs> I think get go through it to get through it. I think if we had to like sum it up, it's like Reiki lifts the veil.
1: Yes. Like yeah. whatever
3: veil you've placed over like yourself and your life that you think is helpful for you, <laughs> it probably, you know. Looking at it from, like, the perspective of, like, your highest evolution, your highest good, that veil is probably not actually benefiting you. And when you get Reiki attuned, it's just like, whoop, veil gone. We're dealing with this shit.
1: Like, that,
3: I think, is what Reiki does for people.
1: I literally, the day, was this the day of my, yeah, the day of the, of the incident, I literally, in my journal, I wrote... I knew. I fucking knew. <laughs> and I'm just like, damn. Yeah, like, you did. I mm-hmm. knew, and it was that veil just was lifted, and I was like, I fucking knew. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Great chat. Love that for this us. This is gonna be a long episode. Great chat. I know, but it's that's okay, it that's like it's okay so because good. it'll okay. it'll make up for the uh, short the shorty that we have coming. Out I next like. Week.
0: I like this back and forth of short versus long. Yeah. I'm actually really fucking with yeah. that. Yeah, I really like that. Um, and yeah, we will have made our exciting announcement mm-hmm. before this episode. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Which, when this, episode, when this episode, drops, episode we'll have two weeks until mm-hmm. our meeting.
0: I'm Which we can so say obsessed. now our
1: yeah. cabin meeting. I know, coven of I was cups. I was literally just thinking today oh my god I can't wait to go and take a walk with the kids and like find my mm-hmm. things. I already for, started scoping out.
3: I already started scoping out where I'm going to go to collect all my items. Really? Yeah. Oh, but, I can't yeah. wait yes
1: get that grab a magnolia flower yeah you have to do that oh you should look into there's a a lot of magnolia
0: trees in um the neighborhood of dog sitting in there's two huge magnolia trees um like the sunroom that i've been chilling in i just like i was sitting there earlier this morning and meditating in there and just looking at those those magnolia trees and i was like this means something
3: (laughs) i don't know if this is illegal if it is i didn't say it but you Cheers!
0: Cheers. <laughs> I'm like, what's the numerology around 619? That's fifteen, sixteen, six, 6 and oh, 1 numbers. is 7. Seven of cups! <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, oh gosh. No. we're gonna need like a separate segment like the bloopers
2: are gonna yeah. have to do their
0: own like long <laughs> segment this
2: time you, your numerology stuff always makes me laugh because when I visited you before we drove to New Jersey you were gonna be like I like oh. to split up the numbers and then like add and subtract and make it all go together and so now every time I hear you do that I'm like oh, my God. Oh, don't expose
1: me they'll <laughs> literally be like wait but guys one in five <laughs> equals six minus. minus three (laughs) equals three which (laughs) makes (laughs) i will just pull numbers out of my
0: ass i'm like well this (laughs) number just came into my head so it (laughs) It
2: means something you're like (laughs) times zero equals
1: zero that makes the fool let go let god Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Three of Cups. We hope you enjoyed and feel full enough to pour your cup into others. If you would like to be featured on an episode of Three of Cups, you can apply for a free personal reading via the link in our description. To keep up with new episodes and information, you can find us on social media at Three of Cups Pod. See you next Monday.